All right, everybody. Hello. Welcome to the Woman Talk Podcast. This is episode number two, and you are back with your host, Jabri. We are going to start the episode off with a tip of the day, and that is don't waste time anticipating bad outcomes. Just live life, and if the bad comes, deal with it as it comes. It's good to be prepared, but we waste so much time and energy worrying about what could happen and who could show up and what they could say. How many times have you imagined up this huge scenario or a bunch of little scenarios about your special day, whatever that may be, and none of them happened? When you could have been living in the moment and enjoying what is one of my favorite parts of special days, and that is the anticipation, the days leading up where you're super excited and you're just a little bit nervous and wanting everything to go well, but Overall, the feeling is excitement. The feeling is I can't wait to be there and I can't wait to experience whatever the day has to bring. Um, Yeah, so just remember that. Live in the moment. Enjoy wherever you're going. Enjoy the actual event, whatever's going on. And if something bad happens, you deal with it as it comes. The fix could be quick. The problem could be solved faster than you know it. But... If you're just anticipating bad things happening all the time, you're never going to have a great time. So, yeah. So now we're actually going to get into the seek therapy portion of the podcast. Um, we Last time we had a what's going on in the world. But when I was going and looking for things for the what's going on in the world segment, I actually caught something that I'm going to talk about later on in today's topic. I got suck down a whole rabbit hole so we will talk about that a little bit later but for the seek therapy the um, answers to last week's questions so last week I asked you all a few questions and the first one was what do you do on a daily basis to strengthen your spirituality or connection with a higher power one of my favorite answers that I received was basically introspection and positivity. Um, I love this answer because I am super duper duper introspective and I truly feel like it has helped me so much with how I deal with my emotions and my spirituality and just my relationship with myself because personally I feel like um, how a lot of people say we were created in God's image, and I feel like the closer you get with yourself, the closer you are going to get with God or whoever. Again, if you're just spiritual, you're going to get closer with yourself, and it's going to make you more spiritual. So I really love that answer, um, and I do need to work on the positivity part. I am not going to lie, especially lately. I cannot say I've been the most positive, but we all are work in progress, so it'll get done. Um, but yeah, so yeah, introspection and positivity. That was a great answer. I love that. And my second question was, what is y'all's favorite song to twerk to? Because I've just been trying to get a little bit more active and I need some advice. Um, y'all didn't answer that one, but it's okay because we are all new here and I appreciate all the listens anyway. (laughs) 
But I actually have a few songs for you all. So maybe you can take my suggestions and y'all can work to them on your own time. So the two song suggestions I'm going to put out there today, one is faster and one is slower. The slower one is Umbrella by Metro Boomin with 21 Savage and Young Nudie. I really, really love that song. The song is kind of old and I heard about it a while ago. It was introduced to me a while ago, but I forgot about it. And it has been playing while I am at work. And every time the beat comes in, y'all, it is just like... It's, I wish y'all could see me. We're going to get video soon. But every time the beat come in, my head just gets to, to moving. And it's great. And honestly, the same for the next song. And that is Live Life by Show Them Camp and Tim's. Y'all, when that song come on, it's a different head movement. This one's a little bit faster. But when I tell you my shit be bopping, it, it's real good. So if y'all have never heard either of, the, either of those songs, please go listen to them. Go check them out because I like them both. They're, the vibes are very different. But yeah, you can shake your ass to, to both of them. I bet. Go try it. Okay, so that was it for the um, answers from last week's podcast. I actually don't have a question this week, or at least I don't have a serious question. But my question for you all is going to lead us into today's topic. And that is, would you date a bus driver? Yep, yep, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about Ebony K. Williams and her response to Iyanla Vonsant um, and their interview and everything. We are going to get into it. Okay. So I'm looking for topics for today and um, on my, I'll say my Instagram, I follow a lot of the shade room, the neighborhood talk, those type of little gossip, messy blog pages. So I'm scrolling down the shade room, looking for stuff to talk about. And the first, well, one of the first things I see from, I think it was today or yesterday, was a video of Ebony K. Williams and DJ Envy arguing on The Breakfast Club about her response basically to the backlash that she got from her comments about how she wouldn't date a bus driver. I know that was confusing, but basically in the interview with Iyamla, she said, I wouldn't date a bus driver. And people were really mad about that. So she had a response to those people. And then on the breakfast club, they were talking about the response that she had to that uh, with DJ Envy. And he was real upset like he was taking it very 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 personally um or I'll say he just either personally or seriously because he was like you could see his veins popping out his little light skin neck it was it was crazy I was like whoa um he sounded like he really took her words seriously and if you're interested in her exact response, I honestly encourage you to go watch all the clips. The clips are not that long, like her and DJ Envy arguing and her response. Um, the interview of her and Iyanla is about 20 minutes, but that's not super long either. And I really, really, really enjoyed that interview a lot. I'm just going to speak to you about that interview. I watched it in its entirety, and I won't be talking about 
every single little thing that they talked about, but I just wanted to talk about some of the things that they said that really stuck out to me. So Ayala was pretty stern on her views about modern women and um, femininity and how they need to, or she feels like we need to embrace our femininity. And by that, she means like our grace, our compassion, our humanity, and quite literally, what she said was the need for us to sit down and shut up. How lessening our aggressiveness would allow for women to open up more doors for themselves and be listened to. This is a quote from the interview. She says, we as women have the power to create and attract anything we desire, but we won't get still. We won't shut up and we manage everything through fear, control, and survival as opposed to feeling knowing and blooming or flourishing but we haven't been taught that now I'm not gonna lie she ate that little one um she kind of ate that up now I do consider myself a feminist feminist noun an advocate of women's rights on the basis of equality of the sexes a person who supports feminism but I don't believe all the views that she shared in the interview were anti-feminist. And they even talked about that in the interview at the end. Like Ebony K. Williams asked her, but you are a feminist, right? Because I can see how the the views would get misconstrued in a way where Ayanna would look like she was an anti-feminist. But that's not the case. And honestly, I'm not going to lie, I kind of agree with her. I have a tendency to want control and honestly it doesn't make me feel great even when I do gain the control of things it doesn't make me feel great I feel like I'm forcing I'm constantly feeling like I need to fix things and talk about stuff I always feel like I can fix something and then I start to realize some things in life are beyond fixing and talking and conversations and I'm not doing what Iyanla said, like feeling, knowing, and blooming. Sometimes, girl, you do need to sit down and shut up. I do believe there is a balance. I would never tell women just to completely sit down and shut up because I don't think we always need to. I feel like there is room for our aggressiveness and there's room for what she refers to a lot as doing instead of talking. And I think there's there's room for that and if there isn't, there needs to be because every woman doesn't get the privilege of being able to sit down and be quiet. Some of us have to be aggressive and have to stand up for ourselves and speak our speak our peace. I feel like the way that our society is moving is allowing for men to take on less of this dominant role or this role of power. And it's allowing them just to step into their masculinity men's power is revolving less and less around violence and toxicity and in a lot of sectors of the world it does like we can talk about the rap community and the black community in some areas and how black men's power does still revolve around violence but in a lot of other areas of the world things are changing and things are moving in a different direction it's very, very threatening to the masculinity that we have been used to, the toxic idea of masculinity that we've been used to. And I know I use a lot of like buzzwords, like toxic masculinity and stuff, but 
I mean, these are real things. They're not just buzzwords. They're words for a reason. And there's a reason that we hear them a lot. Are they misused a lot? For sure. But they have meaning and they have space. But yeah, this new era is allowing men to be more of who they want to be. And it's rupturing society's stereotypical views of what a man is or what he should be. Which, in my opinion, is making some women feel like they need to take on this masculine role. Again, which I realize is necessary in some situations. I understand it. And even if it's not necessary, I understand why women do it. So I would never discount like women for being I'm I'm aggressive to be honest I'm learning to step more into my femininity and how it honestly works for me better it works for me better when I'm quiet unfortunately I make more of an impact when I'm quiet especially after being so aggressive after so for so long I also think that women being masculine holds space in certain areas in life like in households with no father sometimes women do have to be both they have to be the aggressive person and the person to show their kids how to sit down and be quiet because there's no other person that's going to teach them but all in all I'll say I agree with a lot of what Iyanla said and uh, what Ebony had to say in the interview as well. And I liked how I could tell that Ebony didn't always agree with Ayanla, but you could tell that she understood what she was saying and where she was coming from and that she respected it. And she was very respectful throughout the whole interview. And I really enjoyed it. It was a good watch. I I really think y'all should watch it. And I guess (laughs) we can get into... (laughs) The question on why this entire thing went viral and what happened. How do I feel about Ebony K. Williams' desire to date a bus driver? And would I date a bus driver? So I'll say, um, Ebony K. Williams don't need to date no bus driver. Mm-mm. No, I agree with what she was saying. I agree with the fact that when you hit a certain amount of wealth or a certain amount or just a certain status as a black woman there is not enough of us in positions of wealth and positions of power for us to be dragging people up now me I would date a bus driver but my salary is probably a little bit more comparable to a bus driver than Ebony K. Williams is. So I think it would be no question. Yeah, I would date a bus driver, but I'm not Ebony K. Williams. And I can't think from a person of Ebony K. Williams stature. Like I can't think of, I can't think like her. And I think it's a lot of people talking who can't think like her. Now, people who can, I don't even know. I'm not talking to them. But people people who can't think like her, I don't even know how we can really have too much of an opinion on her desire to date a bus driver or not. And I agree with the reasoning as to why she wouldn't. She did say a few harsh words in her response, but I think it was because she received so much backlash and they talked about her so badly and she probably felt defensive. And that's not a correct way in which to respond, but hey, Nobody's perfect. But yeah, hopefully that cleared things up. If it didn't, 
let me know and i'll clear it up more on the next episode that was it y'all i hope you enjoyed it this has been women talk podcast bye